It's October 26, 2016. How are you? Welcome to the AA show, Apple and Arietta show. Uh, the Cubs are up 5-1 to one against the Cleveland right now in the Game 2 of the World Series. Uh, Jake Arietta? Arietta? Arietta. I can't say his name. Uh, looked really good tonight, except in the first inning and a one... One first hitter, he looked like the Jake Arrieta that we remember. And then the second and third hitter he faced, he looked like the Baltimore Jake Arrieta. But anyways, uh, Cups are going to even this. It's in the bottom of the eighth right now. 5-1, to one. Mike Montgomery, the former Mariners, on the mound. Uh, two outs already, so uh, this game's over. I'm not going to watch the rest of this. So the wor uh, World Series looks good. Uh, Well, it's a battle of the two teams who are in the longest drought. But anyways, I don't want to get into that. It's going to go into the ridiculous baseball talk. So... How's it been? How's the week been? Good? Bad? Ugly? Uh, Halloween's coming up. It's pouring out here. Uh, a lot happened over the last week uh, after the presidential debate and whatnot, uh, which I'm going to get to. And then I got a lot of stuff done over the week, too. I, I finished a book, believe it or not. Yes, I read. And then I finished it in about three weeks combined in total. Now I think about it. Uh, so I thought this was going to be a book review episode. Uh, but it's not going to happen, obviously, because uh, of other things that happened. Uh, I still haven't gotten to the EpiPen thing. And then the healthcare was a big news over the last week. You know, the cost of healthcare, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, ACA, uh, has raised premiums, which we talked about in one of the presidential debates, uh, debate episodes. Um, the cost is going up, which is actually as predicted by many firms out there. But uh, what uh, what are we going to do about those rising premiums? Mm, Trump wants to undo everything and not have a solution. Hillary wants to have some legislative and regulatory reforms in addition to it. So, wait, hang on. Hey, hold on a second. I don't know. I changed the microphone level. I want to hear how this sounds. All right, I'll be right back. All right, through the magic of the audio system, we're back. Uh, that was a quick check. I, I don't know. I shouldn't have done that, but whatever. Um, so back to the healthcare matter and the EpiPen and then the EpiPen, you know, the critical life-saving drug that the price has gone up like 500% over the last seven years or so. Um, I'm still reading through it, but I don't, I, I will get to it at some point because I'm still trying to understand why the premi premiums are going up. You know, more people are getting into the healthcare system and there's a lot of costs because also it's, it doesn't you know, exclude people with pre-existing conditions. And then, the, yes, the cost of, you know, taking care of these sick people are going up and then so on and so forth. America's a sick country, you know, so what do you expect? And then uh, a lot of the projections are as predicted, so it's not a surprise. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do an offsode or something so I can educate myself better a little bit and so we can learn more about it together. We'll see. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. The book that I read is, is it's a, it's a wrestling book uh, called The Death of WCW by R.D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez. Um, so if you're not a wrestling fan or a media junkie, this book is probably boring. But I, I found it interesting, not as just as a fan, but, you know, WCW was a number two promotion in the country. It was owned by Ted Turner for a long time, since the late 80s until early 2000s. And then WWE, WWF back then in 2001 bought them for a mere $3 million. $3 million for the second largest promotion in the country and probably in the world. So 
But um, the way they ran the business, there's a lot of TV lingo in there, ratings, pay-per-view buy rate, and how this worked, you know, especially they were on the channels like TNT and t TBS, blah, 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 how they screwed it up. And then I, I just think it's an interesting read uh, for just a TV entertainment perspective and media in general. Because I, I don't know, some people might say, oh, wrestling, whatever, guilty pleasure. But, you know, any any TV show or entertainment in general uh, have basic formula you should follow. Good versus bad, logical storyline telling, blah, 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 and consistency. You know, all those things that WCW failed to do over the two, three-year pe period when they were at, at the highest peak. You know, but um, I'm, I'm going to, I'll set aside that review. And, um... Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of WCW, who were once owned by Ted Turner and then was on the Turner broadcast, Time Warner, who owns HBO, CNN, and TNT, TBS, uh, they just got acquired by AT&T. Yeah, by it was. And how much did they pay for it? Uh, my recollection says eighty-five point four million dollars. Billion dollars, sorry, not million. $85 billion merger of AT&T and Time Warner. By the way, uh, I was curious about this too when I first read it. Oh boy, is this including Time Warner Cable, the the internet company, the cable company, cable provider? No, um, Time Warner Cable is actually owned by this other company called Charter Communications, and they were acquired by them a couple of years ago. So although the name Time Warner is in there, this is for Time Warner Inc. for all the Game of Thrones, HBO, you know, real time, CNN, all HLN, all those things uh, that AT&T acquired those contents, not the service provider that Time Warner Cable, which, you know, that's like Comcast and all that in some parts of the country. Um, so there you go, clarification there. So uh, if you if you don't know, uh, AT&T also acquired a couple of years ago the Directv the leading satellite uh, provider tv provider in the in the u.s for about 48 and a half billion dollars if i remember right that was all cash uh this 85 billion dollar deal is cash plus some stock and then so it values time warner at 107 dollars a share but time warner is getting traded at i think 83 last i checked 88 right now so they boot it went the, the value went up 10 percent it was at 79 54 last Thursday and then at the highest it reached uh, after the announcement on Friday uh, Friday was 21st was 93.87 so and then it dropped off a little bit because uh you know this has to go through regulators and fair trade commission and all that it's probably going to be end up 2017 that we know the exact fate of this uh direct tv acquisition had a similar you know regulatory review and whatnot they went through so it might take it might take that long and then you know a lot of these uh internet or the telecommunication companies are trying to grab more content and we've seen these kind of acquisitions mergers before so verizon acquired aol uh they're trying to get yahoo now too uh comcast got nbc universal so it got all the nbc channels and then the universal movie studio and all those uh rights so one example for the Canadian folks out there that I can refer to is all these American carrier companies are 
trying to be like Rogers in Canada. So Rogers, if you don't know, for American folks and non-Canadians out there, they own the telephone, internet, uh, TV channels and radio stations around the country, and also the Toronto Blue Jays, the baseball team. So, wow, that's a complete monopoly, uh, monopoly of entertainment and sports right there. And you also provide the pipe that provides those contents. And then people bitch about it because who loves their internet provider or telephone provider, right? So, <coughs> and, you know, Verizon and AT&T, they, you know, they have interesting history, you know, especially AT&T, you know, it's not the AT&T that Alexander Graham Bell found originally, you know. They broke up, you know, during the uh, monopoly of telephone landline days in the 70s and 80s and 90s. They broke up and they were singular wireless and singular wireless merged back with the AT&T and SBC and all these brands, Bell South, um, in the 2007-2008 period and it became the AT&T that now we know today. And believe it or not, AT&T has a lot of cash lying around, uh, although I'll say they don't spend that cash on employees. <coughs> um, so, uh, so they bought another, virtually another uh content provider now there was another rumor that apple was looking into buying time warner too you know because hbo with its awesome tv shows like game of thrones westworld and all that you know they've been really good and then uh apple has had a hard time prov you know providing a really you know transcendent transcendent is that a right word uh tv experience that steve jobs talked about before he died and then the biggest problem that, you know, tech companies face, you know, like, you know, Netflix and Amazon and all these guys, you know, they don't own the contents for many of these things, you know, like CBS, NBC, ABC, HBO, CNN, and sports content too, like ABC, ESPN, TNT, Turner guys, you know, like they, they control the rights and then the content, where it goes, how it gets, you know, uh, delivered to the folks. And, you know, so Apple looked into it. They have a lot of cash. They, you know, they had, if I remember right, two hundred and thirty-eight billion dollars in cash. Their earnings came out yesterday. Uh, but you know, AT and T jumped the gun and they said eighty-four bill, eighty-five billion dollars. We'll take it. Um, so that's an awfully large number, and I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about it because it, because it in a if you follow the logic, yes, it is. It is like. Comcast buying NBC Universal, so they move into the more content side. Verizon bought AOL and looking into Yahoo, trying to get more online content. So AT&T's argument to the government would be, you know, to the regulators, like we're just doing the same thing. You approved the last two, why can't you approve this one? Although there's a lot of wheeling and dealing going on with the uh, net neutrality and all that happened with AT&T, uh, AT&T Directv, and then the Verizon case that I recall. Um, but so I think NPR had, I think it was NPR, had pros and cons of this. A pro, there weren't that many pros because, you know, like, hey, AT&T might streamline getting these, you know, HBO shows and CNN television easier to the, you know, for the cord cutters out there, you know, like people like myself. I don't have cable. I just have over-the-air TV and then I just watch YouTube or Netflix. Um, but the con would be that you know AT&T could discriminate the, the delivery of it you know like hey now they own the Time Warner and then the rights to whatever Time Warner delivery is like hey if Verizon customers or 
you know, Comcast customers want to get the Time Warner, HBO, CNN, Turner content, like, hey, no, like, we're not going to deliver it at the best whatever, best fashion, best manner, best all these things that it, where AT&T customers might get. And we're already kind of seeing this, right, with Verizon and their weird Go90 website, which I don't know if anyone's using, and then their, you know, zero rating, which means that they don't charge count the data that, you know, count the data if you visit the Go90 and you have a Verizon account. And, you know, Comcast with NBC ownership, they don't give NBC content to, like, Sling TV and other other online television providers, and they have their own thing that they're going. I think NBC's on Sling TV, but, you know, it. and CBS, they're on their own. They're talking about merger with Viacom, who has Comedy Central, VH1, MTV. You know, CBS has their own idea. They have their own service for nine ninety nine. but I'm like, I'm not f- going to fucking pay for nine ninety nine to watch Big Bang Theory or elementary they're all syndicated anyway so whatever uh but so it i don't know i i'm i know at&t and time Warner argument would be like you know this is the best way to provide you know we're going into the next step and it's a logical step to combine the internet providers and mobile operators with the media content but i'm just worried about net neutrality thing happening you know like Hey, it's okay to stream HBO, and we're and you know AT and T's already doing this with, you know, with their Directv ownership. If you get a Directv now, you can watch it on like the AT and T phone, and they're not gonna count the data. Well, I want to do that with Netflix. Oh no, we're gonna count the Netflix data, and then we're only gonna give you five gigabytes or eighteen gigabytes or anyway. And I, but you know, if you watch a video, it's gonna give you like it's gonna spend tens of gigabytes. And then T Mobile has their own thing, you know, like oh we're gonna give it to you in standard definition. It's not gonna count, like. You know, it breaks the net neutrality concept as a whole and the pr- principle of it. Like, you're not going to discriminate, you know, the data, you know, because you're going to discriminate. You're going to allow Netflix at shitty quality, but YouTube at, you know, YouTube data is going to count. Like, what the fuck? Like, data is a data. Bits are bits, right? You know, like, and this is this is where the, I don't know, maybe internet consumption might get divided. And I don't know, maybe... Maybe, you know, FCC and FTC and all these guys would, you know, will work out the deal like they did with Comcast and Verizon to make sure that, you know, you're not going to, you know, discriminate, you know, certain subscribers who are not on their respective services. Like, I'm not on Comcast, you know, and I'm about to get a gigabit internet this weekend, which is exciting. It's one of those, like, small companies that's offering it, you know, and am I going to be... Subjected to whatever because I'm not on AT&T Uverse or something. I have a T-Mobile account. I don't have AT&T. So how is HBO Go or HBO Now and all that's gonna be now? You know who the hell knows, right? But and uh, we got about a year, year and a half to figure this out. And you know the inv- folks aren't uh, confident in the merger either. I think they're calling it less than fifty percent. But I think we should watch out for all these companies merging and then trying to monopolize. You know experience and we we've seen this rodeo before ironically or coincidentally with time warner when aol uh bought time warner in 2000 and wcw people you know apologists blamed that aol time warner merger killed the wcw no that's not true anyways i'm getting off topic so aol bought time warner which was actually a natural step you know aol you remember it was the 
largest internet provider through the modem 56k back in the day in the 90s and early 2000s you know those discs and then now they finally said okay so why don't we get the content you know we can get through like cnn cnn si at that time the sports illustrated turner you know blah 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 all those um and it failed because what happened with aol time warner was that time warner executives said no we're not moving into this you know internet venture and it's weird like aol bought time warner it wasn't a combination merger like it was called aol time warner it you AOL people own Time Warner, but Time Warner people had so much power to say no to their owners, and then that thing broke off badly, you know. So Time Warner got divided, right? Time Warner Inc. It's on its own, and then Time Warner Cable, blah, got sold to Charter. So, and to be honest, these aren't exactly, you know, technologically, you know, advanced companies in my opinion. Although yes, they bring you 4G LTE, and you know really fast internet at a ridiculous speed or not as fast internet at a ridiculous price you know 50 megabits for 50 you know 100 dollars are you kidding me comcast uh yeah so i don't know internet providers telecommunication companies you know china vanilla covered this as this is a next step yes but i'm not so confident in people even after the merger that this is gonna bring a great experience and great product you know great products come from great experience too so and have has comcast provided that i don't think so because i haven't jumped to comcast i'm not buying their cable and their stupid triple play package verizon am i jumping to verizon i mean they have a great coverage but they're hella expensive go 90 what the fuck is that what am i gonna watch in go 90 right or aol like whatever aol bought everybody like huffington post engadget it TechCrunch, but i'm like i don't read those blogs you know they creep me out at&t bought direct tv but i was never a satellite watcher so whatever and then they buy time warner okay h you know hbo makes great television cnn is getting ridiculous ratings you know these episodes uh and then yeah nba on tnt and tbs it's great but what am I going to do with a true TV? You know, am I going to watch another court show? Like, there's no product that they offer that incentivizes me to jump to their products. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to bail, like, Netflix and Google and all that. You know, so I, I don't know. I'm not so confident in the product they're going to provide. And, you know, I, executives, I'm sure they'll be happy, you know, you know, justifying their existence and all that. So... Anyways, let, let's see how this develops, but I would just caution you that you don't want to you don't want another Rogers Bell in America because you're going to get this is not going to streamline customer experience. This is not going to improve data connection. This is not going to improve I don't know, show quality. Who knows? But you know, so I'm I'm overall I'm not so confident on you know this being better. Uh Speaking of merger and acquisitions, uh, Twitter, back to that, I want to follow up on that bit a little bit. So after last week, the value went down, but another uh, buyer, potential buyer, emerged. Uh, and then the, who is actually SoftBank. So SoftBank, if you don't know, they own Sprint Network here in U.S. It's a Japanese telecommunication conglomerate by Masha Hori. I can't say his name. Uh, anyways, the Sprint owner 
is it potentially looking at buying Twitter? People ask, why? Uh, I asked the same question. Why? I think it was it's just a SoftBank's ambition to get into the U.S. market like they did with Sprint. They wanted to merge with T-Mobile, but regulators won't allow it. So I said, fuck it. We'll just spend our money on more better infrastructure that's Sprint on Sprint's shitty old infrastructure. I think they were going to just merge with T-Mobile and, you know, leverage whatever T-Mobile's doing, but that didn't happen. So, uh, Twitter, you know, then no, no other buyer came up. Everybody bailed. I think uh, everyone's waiting for the price to tank, and in the meantime, Twitter is going to cut 800 jobs, which is never a good thing. And um, their, their quarterly uh, report's going to come out soon. I'm not sure. I don't think the user growth is high, although their revenue might be steady and their NFL venture looks good, but NFL ratings are down, so it doesn't really help it either. And just to follow up on the whole data thing that they collected, you know, again, it's abuse problems, harassment handling that they did. Uh, another financial argument for that is, okay, so data's, if the data is a new oil or new pot, if you want to call it, I think that's a better example. You cannot have plant that goes rotten and then expect it to sell at the same value. And so there are two problems with Twitter data, in my opinion. One, there's no user growth, which means there's no new significant data that's coming in. Number two, with a harassment and abuse problem they have on, on there, I'm sure 83%, 85% of the data they have is just racial slurs and cuss words and useless things so what do you how you how are you gonna monetize off of that how are you gonna what are you gonna machine learn deep learn to you know do a targeted ad off of that unless you're it's a kkk just throwing an advertisement right so like it's a it's a lot of gunk data so because of that i think a lot of investors backed off but anyways i don't want to get into that and speaking of data and machine learning the another big news that came up uh, last Friday was the internet downtime that happened for about two, three hours uh, in the East Coast and some servers in the West Coast and San Fran that went down last Friday. Uh, why does it, is it related to big data and stuff? Well, let me get to that in a little bit. So if you haven't heard, uh, Twitter, Spotify, Reddit, uh, and a whole bunch of other websites were down for a few hours on the East Coast last Friday because of DDoS, the distributed denial of service attacks that the uh, servers experience. So denial of service attack, if you don't know, it's just like you're just over flooding, uh, you know, to, to the server so that the server cannot handle it. So the, the service is denied from other users and it's distributed because, you know, all the servers are distributed out there. So you're just attacking it in a distributed fashion. Anyways, I'm really dumbing it down here the worst way possible so you can understand. So where did these denial of services come from and how did all these significant, you know, websites get attacked? Because, you know, they're, they can't handle millions and tens of millions of traffic every day, right, for years. Um, so it turns out that a lot of these, uh, you know, overloading queries of these servers came from smart devices, the connected devices, or so-called Internet of Things or some people call it internet of shits uh, or shitty things. So like the, you know, those uh, smart cameras at home, monitoring cameras, DVRs apparently, which I didn't know. DVRs, you know, were getting smart, you know, after TiVo. Uh, you know, 
uh, what light bulb things, all the smart thing items, the connected devices out there. Uh, so what happened was, so you and all these smart things in a home are connected to the same Wi-Fi, right? You have a Wi-Fi router, and every connected device is connected to that Wi-Fi. So what the what happened was, I'm really simply oversimplifying here. So you have a computer, you're on, on the internet, you got fished or whatever, or you know malware somewhere, spyware somebody somehow got through, through a computer or phone or whatever. Now this malware, sophisticatedly. I don't know if that's a word, got to the network of that computer. And then it spread to all the connected devices in that home. So essentially, malware spread through all the devices connected to that Wi-Fi po access point. And this happened, in, I'm sure, in gazillion homes. Gazillion? Maybe thousands. And the malware spread, and it did its bad thing to, you know, like a smart camera that's connected to some network to say, hey, Okay, keep querying Spotify.com over and over, thousand times a second, you know, something like that, until the server overflows, like, right, and then it just threw up, and then the server went down for the three hours. So, and one company, a Chinese company, that, uh, with a smart camera that, that was hella vulnerable to this, apologized for indirect, you know, involvement of this, sorry that our product wasn't secure and all that, and it's a very complicated, smart scheme to attack this, and... This got me thinking about, well, I always thought about it, but it gave me an argument, yeah, ammunition to say, what the fuck are we doing with smart devices and Internet of Things, right? I mean, we have a workshop at our workplace, which I don't get the exact point of, but so Internet of Things. Do people understand what Internet of Things is supposed to be? Or what the exact purpose of it is? We had computers. Max, and we moved to smartphones, and then, yeah, let's uh, let's make devices smart. We're gonna put internet on fucking TV, cameras, refrigerator, light bulbs, and everything, right? Right? It's gonna be smart, and the cars too now. And I thought about it more and more, and like, okay, what value are we getting out of these things? And then you know, they're like smart home hub devices coming out, like the. Uh, Amazon Alexa, not Alexa, Echo with Alexa platform. And then Google Home now coming out and Apple HomeKit is also going. But the problem with these Internet of Things smart home devices is that it's very unclear and ununified at this point. There's no unified protocol. There's no unified, you know, singular solution. You know, it could be there. I mean... And so the security also is like very lacking at this point. And anyone can make whatever and then just make sure that it connects to Wi-Fi or Internet. It, 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 it's a mumbo jumbo. It's a big pile of fucking mess. And it's all driven by the companies. Like Apple is doing its own thing. Google's doing its own thing. Smart things and Samsung's doing its own thing. And then mobile operators are trying to establish something with LTE, not Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. And then, you know, other GE and, like, all these other companies, they focus on smart IBM. They focus on more bigger-scale infrastructure and smart grid and stuff. That's also Internet of Things, which is another confusing aspect of this. This So there are smart device, connected devices at home, which I would call it a micro-level. And infrastructural matter, I would call it a macro. It's like micro versus macroeconomics. So 
from the micro experience, it's all within your home. It's something that is very reachable. But we need to look at smarter grids, smarter lights, smarter water system. That's more infrastructure and a bigger level. So anyways, and then the security of it, you know, people talked about it for a long, long time. You know, like these are very vulnerable systems. It's, it's very easy to penetrate. And, and then what if someone takes over, their, you know, the power grid and just shut everything down? You know, that supposedly happened in Colombia or Brazil a couple of years ago, right? When their powers are going out. Often, because their because their system was so weak. Okay, if you can't even protect that, why the hell are you you know putting gazillion devices all over the place that you don't know how to protect? Or even at home, like you can't hijack a Wi-Fi. Then what? Like, I mean, it it it's a mess. And what is a point? What is a point of making these devices smart? Oh, you can turn on your light with your phone. No, I'll just walk up and fucking turn it on and turn it off. And then, like, oh, oh, and then the TV knows that, like, with the data connection, it will will parse you, you know, smarter TV content. Well, it gives you the fucking ad. Like, like, I didn't pay $3,000 for 4K TV to give me advertisements. Get the fuck out of here. Really? So, there's no, you know, motivating purpose or point to this. People are just trying to, you know, make bucks off of it. It's a smart device. It's the next thing. But essentially what it's doing is just collecting more data. Because, again, data is a new oil, right? But uh, here's how generally it works. You have a basic, you know, device or interface that you use, whether it's social networks, Snapchat, Instagram, phone, computer, web browsing, whatever, right? You consume it, and then you give your data. And that data gets stored where? In the cloud, in the server somewhere, right? And then what happens? Well, there are some companies who know what to do with that data. Like, take a look at Google. Take a look at Netflix. Netflix gives you recommended shows based on what you just consumed, your age, your, you know, ethnicity, whatever. Google tells you, depends on where you are through GPS and location services and where you've been tells you, hey, you might be interested in this, and then give you a targeted advertising. You know, it's a big fucking advertising company. And then, like, oh, you know, we, we're giving you smarter directions. So these devi- smart devices essentially just collect more info. You know, what What do you know about the smart TV? What if the TV has some sensor that stares at you and, like, you know, track how long you stand in front of a TV? Samsung had that thing, right? Like, oh, it... It list or LG or whoever like it listens to you, like you know it's just collecting more oil. It's just like it's just fracking all that shit out of you. For what? For better life, better advertising for sure. But and everybody's just trying to gather this. And the sad part is, with the artificial intelligence and machine learning, deep learning, there aren't enough people, in my opinion. Who know how to what to do with the data? Which you need to be a fucking doctor, PhD to do, PhD to do it, but not enough people do it. But people know how to collect data well through Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah, I'm guilty of it too, through Google services. But what does it get me eventually? So I'll be dumber. Like it's it's weird that we're enslaving ourselves to machine quite a lot. Yet the machines are trying to be smart, 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 smart. You know with and eventually the car drives itself, you know? I mean, 
I trust the machine more than the people. If you see how people drive, especially in the West Coast. But you know, at least that has a you know singular goal. Like, hey, we want to have smarter cars so that there will be less accidents. More accidents are caused by men than machines, which is true. But for like smart things, smart light bulbs and smart home stuff, what do I get out of that? Like, I, so I can just yell across the room, like, hey Alexa, what's the weather like? Fucking look out the window, like, fuck, right? So, and even working in a tech company, I just go like, I don't get it. Like, why am I working my ass off, working, you know, researching this? Like, we're just hoarding more data. At least give me an end goal as to like, look, we're gonna use this data to better the society, you know, you know, save the energy and environment. Yeah, some smart devices do that, but like, really, like if. And they get hacked so that all the websites that I like and many thousands and millions of people like just go down easily, you know? Like, like, what's the point? What's the point? And I just felt that way after the Friday. Like, there's no point working on these devices. We're creating problems for to solve problems that doesn't that don't exist. Like, I'm fine without a smart light bulb. I'm fine without a smart TV. I'm I'm happy with a dumb TV that just displays, you know? I'm, I don't need recommendations. I don't watch show I like. I can talk to other people at a bar or at a workplace to get a show recommended or something, you know? So on and so forth. So, anyways, before I go off tangent here, so hope that gives a better perspective on... What the hell happened with the internet downtime, especially in the East Coast people out there last week. And give you a better idea as to what internet of things is and what I don't get about it. And then what, I don't know, maybe you have a different opinion. You know, share that. Put the comments on iTunes, Twitter, what AA show, that's the handle. Or email me. Uh, What was the email? Shit, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was aa-show at outlook.com. aa dash show at outlook.com or you know just leave comments on soundcloud or something so i don't know i i I, i've been looking at internet of things for like four or five years i don't get it to this day and it doesn't inspire me i i i don't want to be enslaved to machine i don't want to work on something i'm not so passionate about so anyways uh i leave it at that god i gotta get to book review and then all the other junk healthcare Obamacare, EpiPen, maybe I'll do an offsoat or something. And then Halloween's coming up. I'm not even ready. So uh, let's see how it goes. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. The last 34 minutes of weird technical banter. Banter. Uh, hope Chicago wins because I hate Cleveland for eliminating Toronto twice in one year. Raptors and the Jays. Uh, yeah, and hope you enjoy the weekend and Halloween. And I hope the week goes well. And I will see you next week. Oh, and then uh, subscribe to Stitcher, po- uh, whatever podcatcher you use. Let me know what you think about the Internet of Things. Uh, educate me. I, I try to edu- educate and share whatever my thoughts. So, All right, that's it. We're a little over.